Hello and welcome to the OPG Inspire mini-series, Microlevers. Each episode, featuring OPG partner and co-founder Laura Freebaron-Smith, provides leaders with tips and tools to build a better culture within their organizations. Welcome back, listeners, and thanks for joining us on the next installment of the OPG Inspire mini-series, Microlevers. I'm your host, Robert Roach, and I'm joined, as usual, by Laura Freebarn-Smith, partner and co-founder at OPG. And if you'd like to learn more about what a microlever is, refer back to the first episode in this series. It's called The Gong, as a little hint. And this week, we are talking about one of my favorite things in the world, free food. And uh, we do have some free food in the office. Uh, it's kind of a interesting thing to talk about once you get used to it. But Laura, tell me tell me why we have food in the office. Well, I'm, I'm laughing because Robert said one of his favorite topics in the world. And I think Robert should say a little bit about why free food is one of his favorite topics. Robert is a avid eater. <laughs> and you have some yeah, I unique do. I, eating habits. Yeah, I have first lunch around 11, mm-hmm. second lunch around 1, <laughs> snacks intermittently between. Uh, I bring a lot of my own food in. We have an excellent uh, kitchen facility with a nice segmented fridge and everything. Um, so I'm not always dipping into the food that OPG provides, but um, man, I need a lot of food to keep going. That's for sure. Yeah. And so a lot of us are nibblers. Uh, one of the phrases we use at OPG is when we meet, we must eat. Uh, that phrase I also used at Yale quite a bit when I was the head of organizational development there. So we like to eat and we don't want people to get hungry. And right now we are physically located in a bit of what we call a kind of food desert. We are out in a research park and there's not a lot of restaurants within walking distance. So we keep the refrigerator stocked for the staff and we pay for it. There is a grocery list on the outside of the refrigerator. Anybody can add anything they would like uh, to the list. And one of our staff, uh, one of our office assistants does a weekly shopping, not a shopping run because we have it mostly delivered by the grocery service that delivers, but occasionally there's a run to the grocery store to get extra things. And people are quirky on what they like to have in, have there. And sometimes people will look at the shopping list and start to laugh and say, you know, want, who wants fat-free guacamole in a, you know, two-quart tub or whatever it is. But we buy what people put on the list. So we have in the refrigerator right now, for example, small things of hummus, small things of guacamole, a variety of seltzer waters. There's usually cheese in the fridge. In the cabinets, you'll find power bars, uh, beef jerky. We'll, you'll find crackers and pretzels. We do try to go organic as much as possible. We try to do humane uh, meats and other things. So we're also expressing our social consciousness and how we're approaching that we are trying to reduce our waste in the food we we buy. We were buying a lot of little pods of hummus and peanut butter, and we're trying to get rid of those and buy in bigger quantity. So again, always looking for ways we can, in tiny micro ways, improve the world, but also make staff feel comfortable and attended to. There is one thing I, I want to add, and then I, I know Robert's got some of his own additions and questions. Uh, we try to be careful that having food in the office is not a substitute for going out for a meal. It is not a way to keep people here working late or working through lunch 
we, I went out to lunch with one of the staff yesterday to a nearby restaurant. We were working over lunch, but we went out. We had a hot meal. So I want to be cautious about this micro lever. It's not intended to be a prison sentence in its own weird way, which it can be at other organizations. Mm-hmm. We don't have an in-house chef, for example. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we I, do need that. <laughs> I mean, for lunch, that could be okay. But the idea is you do still need to take a break right. if, you, if you can. Yeah. And... Uh, the nomination system in itself is also a kind of a mini micro lever where people can write on the on mm. the fridge what kind of food they want to, um, yeah. at the office. Um, and I have a question for you. You know, how do you how does an and I can see people saying, "Well, I don't want to do that." People are just going to ask for the craziest stuff. You know, how do uh, how does an, as a manager you kind of control the flow of that and also inform staff on what's appropriate and what's not appropriate? Yeah, that's and I think in large organizations. Um, you know, there are a lot of huge organizations that do this. I, I think Facebook was doing it and Google at one point. I don't know if they still are. Uh, you, you have to have a fair degree of trust in people's good intentions, that they're not going to steal the food, or if they are, okay, frankly, if people are stealing the food, you're not paying them enough. Uh, if the food is disappearing, you've got a compensation system problem. But you do want to develop some understandings of what this means and what it's for. And so that's dialogue. It's not telling, but it's dialogue. Why do we have free food? Uh, How should it be used? How often are we ordering? Are there limits on it? And engage people in that. It is a little bit scary for some organizations. They think uh, that they're going to have problems that I have not seen in in my experience. So I do want to acknowledge the fear in starting out with that, that that things are not going to go well or awry. Now, here's an interesting example. What if somebody says, I want T-bone steak uh, or something, I want caviar in the fridge? Uh, Here's my suggestion. Start the process. Trust your staff to make good decisions. If things get wonky, be transparent that you're having some concerns and have a dialogue and say, look, as a leader, people are ordering caviar. This is of concern to me. Let's talk about this. Do we need some upper limits on things? Mm-hmm. So again, always using the opportunity to have conversation. And I recall uh, at OPG even, you know, there have been times when uh, a manager has noted, hey, it looks like some of you might be replacing a meal with the snacks that we have in the fridge. And, you know, from a personal and health perspective, but also, you know, from a organizational perspective, make sure you take care of yourself in terms of your own food. And these snacks are designed to keep us going. And if we're in a tight spot, many times I've been like, oh my gosh, I'm so hungry. I'm about to go into a meeting. Let me grab some bags of almonds. And I would add to that, that there are organizations where they are intentionally giving a meal for free. Okay. So I was working with an architecture firm once. They had an onsite chef and lunch was free. And so was breakfast. And so you can decide for yourself and your work and your staff what are, what's the message you're signaling. And, the, and it works for us to say this isn't intended to replace all your meals. Now, in the future, we might provide lunch, a hot lunch for free to everyone. But again, decide. Yeah, that's, a, that's an organizational decision. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I, I can't believe I didn't bring any free food for <laughs> when we meet, we must eat. Where are my pretzels? We're meeting right now. <laughs> but uh, Laura, thank you so much. Uh, we're looking forward to speaking with you next week uh, on Micro Levers. And thank you. Thank you. Have a good day.